It's the Simple Cocktails Podcast with Greg and Lisa Mays. This is our exploration of drinking well, entertaining, and cocktail making. And this is Season 3, Episode 6, Brunch Cocktails. How honest should we be about... We our, have to be very okay. honest. We do? Yes. We have, to, we have to reveal to the listening audience the it's truth It's 9.30 a.m. It is. <laughs> so, without feeling guilty, we decided, yes, if we call them brunch, then, then we're not sinning. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. And, I'm, and I'm, we're professionals. I'm still in my pajamas. That's right, yeah. It, it works that's perfectly. the best way to drink your cocktail. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, we decided, let's do it from a brunch perspective right. and not feel so bad. So I dug up a little history. We're going to talk about some of the um, most significant, the anchor cocktails for, right. for brunch. And then we're going to make uh, a cocktail we've made on the podcast, I'm pretty sure. Right. Uh, but it's perfectly appropriate. We're going to make a breakfast martini. I love brunch cocktails. Yeah. And I don't get enough of them. And I feel like Sundays are reserved for that. And yeah. But yeah, man, more parties, you know, during the day. And, yeah, that's right. And... <laughs> We talked about the history. You're supposed to be drinking in the morning, right? That's right. We need to cock up our tails. Yeah, because we're getting old, and we (laughs) caffeine caffeine cocktails are okay. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think um, at some point, you know, for whatever reason, somebody decided, you know, drinking in the morning, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Probably employers. Right. It makes sense. It I'm, makes sense. But I love that Sundays are reserved for that. That's right. And th- sometimes that's the best menus that you get at restaurants yeah. as well. You know, the food is great. Oh, like specialty eggs drinks. and sausage in a Bloody Mary. Yeah, that's Like good. what day, what meal do you get that? Yeah. Not yeah. often. It's very enough. rare that I that I crave a Bloody Mary. Yeah. But I think like on a Sunday with a right, you know, omelet. It's it's really good. It's appetizing. I like it before I eat. If I've already eaten, Bloody Marys are too heavy for me. Really? And so before I eat, which is perfectly appropriate right now. Right. All I've eaten today is a cup of coffee. Yeah. So that's let's good. Re- let's dig right. right in. <laughs> let's get you liquored up then. That's right. That's right. <laughs> this will be fun. So uh, we are going to start by making a Bloody Mary. Oh, uh, yeah. Perfectly so timed. Yeah. You you did that on purpose, didn't you? So okay. I got these recently in the mail. These are uh, cold pressed. Juices, yeah, which is supposed to be. Have you heard about cold pressed? No, no. Okay, so some people like who do like juicing. They drink juice for several meals. They're big on cold pressed. So okay. cold pressed. I don't know the mechanics behind it. All right, but it, it somehow doesn't involve electricity. I don't know if that's right. But it's it's this idea where there's no heat ever involved with the juice, including okay. from so it's like a machine. raw. It's like raw. Right. It's like that. Okay. It's like that. So these are cold pressed juices from Ripe Bar Juice. All they right. they sent me like a bunch of them. They I haven't did. Even cracked yeah. them all. Yeah. So this is uh, San Marzano Bloody Mary mix. Mm. Now let's talk about Bloody Mary mixes. I've said this to some extent. Simple cocktails. When I started the blog, there's a couple things I looked at and I said, "Wow, those are not simple." There's yeah. simply there is no way to make those in I a know. simple All way. All my favorite tiki drinks are right. seven ingredients <laughs> and four different kinds of rum. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. In one drink. Yeah, I, I still have never had a, a bottle of orgeat. Right, the almond right. syrup that you which need. is fine. Yeah. I mean, but that's another podcast. It is. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's some sort of tiki podcast. So uh, that's the thing. The simplest recipe I found ever for a Bloody Mary had 11 ingredients. Really? Yeah. It was like uh, 
uh, what is this? Uh, tomato juice. And it was like uh, celery salt and salt and pepper yeah. and Worcestershire sauce. And uh, you just, uh, you're supposed to add a little lemon juice, right, you know, you right. just add onto the list. And, and the cool thing about a Bloody Mary, unless you're the type of person that can't boil water, unless you're that type of person, anyone can make a right. Bloody Mary. It's foolproof. Yeah. Just throw in some tomato juice and then just start putting whatever you want in right. it. Right. And it's pretty easy to do. But the crazy thing I discovered is when the Bloody Mary was invented, here was the recipe. You ready for it? All right. Half tomato juice, half vodka. Simple. <laughs> Beautiful. But a little punchy, right? Okay, right. Not a whole lot of flavor. Right. And isn't it like supposed to be three ingredients to construct they, yeah, a cocktail? That's debated, right? Okay. Some All people right. are like... Whiskey and ice, that's my favorite cocktail. Right, right, right. right. So it's, it's, there's no ingredient rule, but yeah, to just two ingredients, that's almost like a salty dog or something, vodka and uh, grapefruit juice. Right, right. That was going to be my next question. So do you think that this was invented more to uh, cure hangovers? I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I didn't, I couldn't figure that part of it out, but it's always kind of been an earlier in the day drink. Right. So this was, the Bloody Mary was invented in, Maybe the 20s, maybe the 30s. Mm-hmm. The two guys who say they invented it argue about it a lot. Mm-hmm. One guy says, so uh, one person says it invented at the New York bar in Paris. Confusing. New York bar in, in Paris. Paris. All right. In the 20s. And then another guy said it was invented in the 31 club in New York, or 21 club in the 30s. <laughs> now, if you do your math, if you do your math, um, that's prohibition. Right. So one of them says he invented it during prohibition, one before overseas. Yeah. And then the guy in Paris said, no, 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 I've seen the other guy's recipe. It's tomato juice and vodka. But mine, I put like salt and pepper, Worcestershire, I added all the flavorings. Right. And so he's the the original guy says he's he's probably the right one. So okay. we'll, all we'll right. give it to Paris. Well, just like any other cocktail, it always has about three different stories. Yeah, that's right. That they run across. And everyone but... argues with each other. Right. Right. My yeah. question is, is when did you get the 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 crazy ingredients or the crazy toppings that they put nowadays. I think that's a pretty new uh, invention, right? Like yeah. '60s, you think? Right, 50s? right. It's it's bars. I don't know about even the '60s. Just, I don't I'm know. When about... have you started? When did you start seeing it, Larry, our hi- historical expert? Probably the '90s. Okay. Oh, really? To me, yeah. Okay. That's when the the Bloody Mary bars came out. Yes. Uh, yes. So the yes. Bloody Mary bars did that. And then it graduated into like now what they do at baseball fields and they put like nachos on the side <laughs> right. and it's an entire cheeseburgers meal. and yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. So back to the mix, I what I decided at Simple Cocktails, if I just got a great Bloody Mary mix, right. I wouldn't feel bad about not making it from scratch. Right. It's not like a daiquiri that has three ingredients. It has a zillion. And so if, and there's a lot of good mixes. Yeah, there's there are. three or four or five mixes I've covered on the blog. No high fructose corn syrup, no gross stuff. This one's cold pressed. I mean, this is all like fresh, fresh, fresh juice. It right. arrived refrigerated in the mail. Right. So uh, this is, this is going to be a good one. Uh, there's, there's two revisions for you to think about. There's the Bloody Mary mm-hmm. and then there's the Red Snapper. Do you know the difference? No. It's a very small difference and it really, in my I'm, I'm thinking that it has to do with the base. Yeah, that's exactly right. It shouldn't, in my opinion, it shouldn't actually change the name of the drink because it's really simple. It's like a martini, right? Right. One, you can make a gin martini or a vodka martini. Well, that's the same thing. A Red Snapper is a gin... Um, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. That's exactly right. So okay. I'm going to make a special Bloody Mary. We are in New Mexico. 
And so I've got Crater Lake Hatch Green Chili Vodka, mm. which is really weird because Crater Lake is in Oregon, but they make green chili vodka with our New Mexico oh. Hatch Green Chilies. Well, they chose us well. They did. So it's I, th- I find it kind of funny, you know, that um, people decided that that was the best green chili in the world because I agree. <laughs> but even they even in Oregon, they know it, right? Yeah, right. So this is a nice thick-looking mix. It's got it's some it, little chunks yeah. in it and stuff. Beautiful. I'm going to stir it in with the green chili vodka. I probably did about four to one. Mixed to vodka, mm-hmm. something like yeah, that. Yeah, this was a, a built drink. Yeah. Yeah, I just made it in the glass. All right. Here we go. Let's try this out here. Ooh. I bet this, I'm really excited about this Bloody Mary mix. I bet it's good. All right. All right. Cheers. Salud. The Bloody Mary. Good morning. That's good right. Morning. That's nice. Oh, that is wonderful. Yep. Oh, it's got some bite Ooh, on it. Ooh, it does. <laughs> Back in. Right on the end, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> That's a nice, nice bite. That's a good mm. breakfast. Mm-hmm. That's pretty great. Yeah. I needed a little olives and... Yeah, some you know, pickled stuff to lighten it right, up. Right, but... That's really that's nice. Good. I Ooh, like it. it is a bit hot. I like it very much. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. That's a good mix. There's so many good Bloody Mary mixes these days. There is. Yeah. It's so, hard. So to me, making them from scratch... I mean, the Worcestershire sits in our fridge for like three years. It does. Until it's rotten. It does. So. But those are some of the best parties that we have... Have had when you we have just like a Bloody Mary bar. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we do like breakfast for dinner, and then we do Bloody Marys and mimosas. And they're so simple. that the, the guests can do them themselves. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly right. So another big breakfast drink, we're not going to make one of these, but we'll talk about it, is a mimosa. Right. That's my favorite. Yeah. So a mimosa, simply put, it's half sparkling wine, half orange juice. Mm-hmm. We've moved to start using Prosecco instead of like champagne. Yeah. Prosecco's got a better kind of mm-hmm. roundness. It goes with the the uh, orange juice. Right. I like pulpy orange juice. Do you? I do, but uh, for for domestic reasons, I hate it because you can never clean the glasses good enough with it's the pulpy. It's really hard <laughs> yeah. to get champagne flutes it clean is. with all you that need orange to, like, pulp. You need to like soak them in water. and So yeah, for yeah. that simple reason, mm-hmm. I prefer non-pulp. So the interesting thing is the mimosa was invented almost at the exact same time as the Bloody Mary. Really? Yep. Okay. It was, it was invented in Paris mm-hmm. at the Hotel Ritz in, in 1925. Mm-hmm. So right around when the Bloody Mary was invented, pop, here comes a mimosa. There's a sophistication about it that makes me feel not so. Because for me, I don't, because I'm a woman, because I'm a mom, I always have this guilt trip. Mm-hmm. And then drinking in the morning just makes that even bigger. <laughs> but then when you put champagne in the mix, it's like, classy. I'm just a classy mom. That's just all. just a classy mom. That's, that's, exactly that's right. it. Aren't we all? That's great. This show is sponsored by Sugarlands Distillery. You know now that Sugarlands is a distillery in Tennessee that makes a wide variety of moonshines. Here's something else really fun that you can plan for Sugarlands Mountain Fest, September 28th through October 1st. You can experience live bands like Hardworking Americans and Grateful Ball, plus a whole host of other fun activities. Tickets start at $65 for a three-day pass to the festival. Find out more at SugarlandsMTNFest.com. All right, the breakfast martini. Oh hey! It's a it's a relatively recent invention. Okay. Uh, Two thousand, Salvatore Caprese uh, invented it. He's a very famous bartender. He's written some books. I, I'm very sad to say the only thing I remember him from is he was doing this thing for Guinness, the world's most expensive cocktail. Yes. And he was using this like really old brandy, 
and somebody that was helping like bumped it off the table. Yes, and broke the <laughs> I heard this. That's like the most memorable thing I have in my head for oh, Salvatore. God, poor guy. Uh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. And that, where does he hail from? Uh, I would guess Italy, but I don't know. Yeah, you've asked me a question. I don't know the Sorry. answer. Sorry. <laughs> The the secret behind good interviewers is only ask questions that you already know know the answer to. (laughs) Get this lid off. Uh, So the breakfast martini. Okay. Uh, Someone somewhere said if you had to pick a spirit that's best earlier in the day that they thought it should be gin. Remember? That makes sense. I mean, that was the one that Mark Twain drank, right? Yeah. Oh, no. His was scotch. Oh, goodness. Okay. Somebody said that. I don't know why. It's kind of floral and bright and, and lovely. So uh, this is made with gin. So the breakfast martini is an ounce and a half of gin. It's three quarters of an ounce triple sec. So that'll give you a little orange flavor to it. And then it's three quarters ounce lemon juice, freshly squeezed. Mm, there we go. This sounds and- refreshing and light. It does. And last but not least, the secret ingredient to... uh, The reason why we can drink this in the morning. That's right. Is you do a teaspoon of orange marmalade. Ooh. You add that into the shaker. And the cool thing about it is you don't really end up with like gummy orange marmalade in your cocktail. It sort of strains out and just the flavor gets into it. Oh, good. Okay. So it's it's good the way it works. This is shaken, obviously, because it has... Citrus juice in it. And jam. And jam. (laughs) All right. That'll do. Shaker's full of ice. You would strain it into like a martini coupe or whatever. Right, right. Cocktail glass. This one you should really shake furiously. Right. Oh, that's nice. It's a little, a little like... Blonde. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's got a nice little haze to it, yeah. isn't it? I could have that with my waffle. That's right. right. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, this is like on the sweet end of your breakfast, yeah. you yeah. know? All right. Let's distribute these throughout. Oh, this is there beautiful. Good. I kind of do like the little preserves floating in there, you know? Do you? Some yeah. people double strain it. I didn't bring a double strainer. So. Well, didn't. Okay. Well, That's I fine. like it. Cheers. Cheers, salud. Oh, yeah. I used a really sweet gin, too. Mm-hmm. So That's nice. refreshing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. This is terrific. See, none of us feel bad now, do we? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, between this Bloody Mary and this uh, breakfast martini, mm-hmm. really tasty, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, I prefer this over the uh, over the Bloody Mary. It's it's light, you know. Yeah, it's really it's light. It's bright. This this gin has a little bit to do with it. I'll confess. This mm-hmm. is Frey Ranch, which mm-hmm. is from um, that's Nevada. a good gin. It's a good punchy gin, but it has a lot of uh, sweetness to it. Right, a lot of natural sweetness. Right, it's very good. So that tastes really great. So good. That was a good morning breakfast. It was. We did a great job. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on that. Everybody's, you know, ranting and raving about this breakfast martini. Yeah. We don't make it enough. Now that we have a brand new jar of orange marmalade. And that's going to just sit there until we make more martini. It is. Yeah. It is. Breakfast martinis. That's what we're going to do, though. <laughs> well, it was a good show. Uh, we learned about some brunch cocktails, a little bit of history, uh, a couple from the 20s and one from relatively recently. Right. Good stuff. I'm Greg Mays. I'm the managing editor of Simple. Simplecocktails.net. 
And I'm Lisa Mays. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers. Cheers.